here we are, the first full week of January 2023. And my question to you is, where do we go from here? Do you desire a competitive advantage delivered weekly that will help propel you into the next level of your sales career? Then you have found the right place. Welcome to the Win the Deal Show, a B2B sales podcast for sales professionals like you that want to discover ways to improve your strategy, communication and negotiation techniques, and ultimately win more deals. Get ready to accelerate your sales growth. Now, here's your host, Tim Barnaby. Hello and welcome back to the Win the Deal Show. I am your host, Tim Barnaby. My question is a little perplexing, so let me elaborate a little bit more. For those of you who took holidays, perhaps you came back on January the 2nd, or perhaps January 3rd, you may have taken the one extra day because New Year's fell on a Sunday, so you took the Monday off, and then you got back into the swing of things on the Tuesday, and when you were back, you were either following up with deals that didn't close out at the end of December, and you were trying to get them signed you know, in that first week of January, or you were back and you had everything closed out and you were just really going through your emails from everything that came in over the holidays, or were starting your prospecting or reaching out to your existing customer base only to find out that they're still on holidays or they are so jammed because of all the emails that they got because they were away and they're in catch-up mode. They don't want to talk to you until this week. Here we are. It is Monday, January 9th, 2023. This will be the first full week and more than likely everybody is back. Your sales force, your sales leaders, your customers, your prospects, they've had their time away and now it's time to get back to business. For the majority of people, this is the kickstart to their calendar year, but also a new fiscal year. Unless you work for, for example, a Canadian bank. Canadian banks all run a fiscal year that's November 1st through October 31st. So Canadian banks are actually in their third month of Q1 uh, here in January. And the reason I bring this up because there's gonna be prospects that are at different stages of you know, coming back into 2023. And you have to be cognizant of where they are and where you are on your activities. After all, you have priorities. Your priorities right now will be hopefully closing out anything left open from 2022, which more than likely was done last week. Now, with a new sales target, new quota, new um, objectives kicking off this year, perhaps you actually have sales kickoff meetings that are gonna be happening this week, next week, very soon. You know, this is the, the ramp up, the start, where we're gonna go out and we're gonna start on our sales process and we're gonna start making things happen because we're in a new year, everything is reset and it's time to go to work. The, the challenge is that we may not be focused in the right areas. And again, depending on where that customer is or potential customer, we have to meet them where they are. And so what I want you to consider at this point as you're starting to think about, you know, maybe you're taking a new year, new me approach and you're gonna do things a little bit differently or you are still successful from last year, you were on high, you, you 
not overachieved on your quota. You got the extra bonus. You were able to buy the extra gifts for the kids. And now you're in a state where, hey, I'm ready to go this year. I'm ready to pick up for everything that was happening last year and move forward. But we're in a new time. And this might sound a little cliche, but it does feel a little different. If you're watching the news, you're seeing lots of companies, big companies like Amazon and Salesforce doing layoffs right now. And companies are hearing about the high inflation and that business is starting to slow down. CFOs are starting to look at the cash flow. They're starting to look at what are the objectives going to be for this year? Will they meet their targets? Will they be able to continue to uh, deliver on the commitments that they've made to the board of directors and to their shareholders? And they may be looking at cutting back a little bit. They may be considering whether 2023 is an investing year or a wait and see year. And definitely with more people starting to look for work, we're definitely going to feel a little bit of a pullback. And now is the time where people can be a little bit afraid. This is where it feels a little uncertain. And if people aren't returning our phone calls and if they're not engaging with us, if we use social channels to engage with our prospective clients uh, and they're not engaging or they are reversing decisions or rethinking decisions or taking longer which is hard to believe. I mean, we already have a long sales process as it is. But in some of these enterprise deals, if we feel like things are just taking a little bit longer to get to the next step or to close out on the deal, it's likely because these are big changes that are going to be happening in 2023. And with so much unknown, with so many things that could be possible up in the air, we really want to consider what it is that we're going to be focused on and how we're going to attack it when those potential changes happen. So thinking about that in mind, thinking about where you're currently sitting and the mindset that you're in and what's going on in the world and how that's evolving as always, but also what we see up ahead from all the news, which yes, can be doom and gloom and yes, can be even more opportunistic if we look at it in the right frame of reference. But all of those factors put into play, what are our priorities and where do we go from here? You know, thinking about, you know, taking your family on a vacation and you're going to do it not so much by taking a plane, but this is your cross country road trip, whether you're in Canada, the US, Europe, wherever you are, you've decided to go across the country at some point you're more than likely not going to just hop in the car and go the exact same way. Heck, even if it's somewhere where you've previously gone before, you would still likely do a little bit of research to make sure that the roads haven't been um, changed around or are under construction or that there might be an even more efficient way to get to where you're going, which you haven't considered before, because perhaps you want to see more scenic -y areas versus just straight highway driving. You're going to do a little bit of research and you're going to think about how do I go forward from here? Do I do the same old, same old and hope for the best that that's going to work out? Or do I evolve, change my strategy and perhaps approach my way of going forward a little differently than I have in the past 
looking to make my results even better and staying ahead of the curve by being proactive in my thought process and where I take myself from here so that I can actually make a difference versus feeling like I'm stuck in a rut because I'm doing the same thing over and over again and it's not getting me the results that I wanted. With that in mind, I was thinking about what are the top priorities for sales professionals like you who are starting to think about your where do I go from here approach for 2023. And so let's go through what I think could be very valuable areas that you should be focusing on as your priorities and as you prepare for your first initial new prospecting meeting or your sales kickoff meeting or your how am I going to close the deals that are already coming through the pipeline right now in January. All of these areas that are likely on your mind, where are you going to prioritize and take advantage to make sure that your sales kickstart in the right direction and put you on the path to another successful year at the end of 23. So Hey, podcast listener, I wanted to let you know that there is a video version of this episode and it's on my YouTube channel. Now, during the episode, I didn't mention this, so I am creating this quick snippet to interject into the episode and let you know that if you wanted to see the video version, you can go over to my YouTube channel. Just search for at Win the Deal Show. Also, during the editing process, the sound quality when I was sharing my iPad uh, during the next portion of the episode doesn't sound as great, and I'm not 100% sure why. I've done sharing of my iPad before, and it haven't had a problem, but during this episode, seemed to be an issue. Anyway, wanted to let you know that you're going to notice a difference with the audio until I stop sharing, which is close to the end of the episode. I apologize for this, and I will make sure that all of my tech is working for the next episode. And now, back to the show. At where those priorities are, and I broke it down with these, you know, these icons to, to come up with what I think are three areas that I want you to consider what what it is that you can focus that yourself on as you go forward. The the first uh, icon here is for building. Now, when I talk about building, building what? Well, you've got a couple of different areas that you're gonna to want to uh, focus on. First, you're gonna definitely wanna build your pipeline. If that isn't strong right now, you're definitely gonna to wanna to take into consideration, how do I strengthen this? How do I get it to be 2X, 3X, 5X, whatever, compared to where it was last year? You know, in the past, there was a lot of opportunity, lots of cash flow available. Even when interest rates were going up, there was still a demand out in the market for people to buy goods and services, but also for enterprises to spend their monies. It's feeling like it's contracting a little bit right now. And with that in mind, where there was a flush flow within the pipe in the past, that might start to dry up. And we need to start thinking about how do we build up the pipe even more? Are we going to attack a new industry? Are we going to go after those customers that perhaps we never thought to go after in the past? 
Are we going to go after customers that we have gone in the past, but maybe approached in a different manner? Where can we build the pipeline even stronger to keep us more focused and make sure that we're hitting our target because we need this to be rich. If things go a little bit constrictive as we move through 2023, let's make sure that the pipeline is healthy and that we can feed from more of it as opportunities start to make a decision one way or the other uh, as the year moves forward. We're also going to want to make sure that we uh, build up uh, our sales process. Now is the time to reconsider how have we been doing our sales? How have we been approaching things from a perspective of, you know, are we asking the right questions? Are we being that strategic consultative type of advisor? to our potential clients, or are we being the typical sales professional, uh, if, you, <laughs> if you look at it in this perspective, and really just you know, show up and throw up. Uh, doing the same old, same old, right? Here's my uh, de standard demo, here's my standard brochure, here's the standard products and services that we offer. We don't wanna be that sales professional. We want to elevate our, our way of being. We want to stand out from the crowd. And the only way we can do that is to really look at what the process is today and can we make it better? Can we find areas where it fell down uh, in the past and work to hone the craft a little better, try to make some adjustments and then from there make enhancements to you know, the way in which we're selling throughout the, the rest of the process. Make changes and shifts and make your process stronger, more efficient, keeping you focused on the end game, which is getting more sales in 2023. Uh, the other builder here is your, is your network. I mean, let's be clear. As I mentioned, 2023 is gonna be a challenge. We're gonna have friends of ours that are gonna be affected with their job security, and we're gonna need to be keeping our network strong to help one another. Perhaps you might be in the situation where you end up not being able to continue on with your organization for the reasons either because of you or because of something that's happening in the market. And you want to have that network strong. You're going to want to reach out to your colleagues, to people in the profession, to uh, engage with different people and make sure that you have those healthy relationships. Now is the time to make sure that you're keeping a strong network close by, making sure that you can help one another to keep each other engaged and informed and motivated to want to continue to go out during these, this time that is going to be challenging. You know, don't be the person that's left behind because you're so focused on the one thing, which is you know making that sales quota. You're not spending the time to build up the network that's around you so that you can reach out should you need to. Not just because of something that might happen to you if you're in the top performing salespeople within the organization, you might not be too concerned about your position, but perhaps you can be the guide or the person who helps another salesperson who is affected during this potential market shift. You could be the person that brings them into your organization or is aware of opportunities that would help them in the future. Be the person that can help others 
because you've got the strong network to be able to do so. So constantly building in those three areas, the pipe, your sales process, your network, keeping it fresh and active and making it uh, stronger than ever so that we finish the year strong and, and continue to build on each of those areas. The second priority that you really want to consider is uh, your branding. And when I speak about branding, it is a marketing term, absolutely. But as much as it's a, a marketing term, it's really within all of us. It's a priority that we really need to now refocus and put 100% of our energy behind it. And what I mean by that is perhaps we've relied too much on company name. Like, for example, Salesforce, as I mentioned, is starting to lay off uh, people. We, we're hearing the news about this, even Amazon. And those are quality companies. They are standout companies. They are successful companies. That So much so that people who didn't focus on their personal brand could stand behind the company brand and there are people who will have good, bad, and indifferent thoughts behind the brand itself, but they're recognizable brands. I don't think there would be too many professionals who wouldn't know what those companies are or what they do. And if you were employed by them and that you were able to use that branding of theirs to help you with your sales process, well, that's fantastic. But if you find yourself not being able to be represented by that brand anymore, or perhaps the brand is challenged or because of current events of what ha is happening in the market that they get affected by it. What is the personal brand that you have created that people can go back to and say, well, I, I may not want to do business with X company, but I'll do business with Joe. I'll do business with Diane. I'll do business with Carol because I trust them. And I don't know any of those individuals, just so that we're clear. They, when you know that you can go back to a specific individual and say, I need your help, that's personal branding to a level that not a whole lot of people are taking into consideration. So that's the branding element that should be a priority for you here in 2023. The final priority that I want you to consider is around your customer. And this is, you know, around the, the experience that they have with you or your organization. It's the value that you bring. It's the engagement even that you have with them. As I mentioned, we're going to be up against a challenging year. And while you're working on your pipeline, your existing customers are going to be looking for help from you. Don't be shocked if they come back on deals that were already done, looking for ways to pull back, looking for ways to get out. And as a procurement person in my past, I've been part of this where the economy takes a bit of a turn and even successful organizations like a bank in some cases will look for ways to pull back. We'll look for ways to cut back on, on budgets. We'll look at, well, they definitely look at marketing as a way to say, where do we stop marketing for a little while, if need be? How can we pull back on some of those areas if, if that's uh, 
if that's a real concern. And they will make sure that we're not committed as much as we probably would like to be. And what I mean by that is certainly uh, at speaking as a procurement professional for a moment here from my past, when you could go to the market with a longer term commitment, three, five year deal, you could probably expect better pricing, better terms, better features and benefits or, or added value, if you will, uh, on the deal because you're making that much bigger of a commitment. And lately, I had noticed that the deals were getting shorter and shorter. Even a three-year deal felt long. It was more like a two-year plus one. And they didn't even get like a two plus two. It was like two plus one. So really, it's a two-year deal. And then you know the option to execute on the plus one would generally be okay. But even on that short duration of two years, the category managers and the procurement professionals were looking at it and saying, you know, is this something that we could still be in market for in that time period? And are we committed 100% or are we able to break away? Are we able to pull back on scope? So this is where your customer is going to be coming from. They're going to be looking at what they buy from you. What does the contract say in terms of termination rights? You know, how are the scope laid out in the contract? And is it something that they have to be fully engaged with the whole time? Or can they pull back and they turn on or off certain areas? Perhaps there are even subscriptions that, uh, you know, if people aren't engaged enough or using a tool enough, they'll start to justify, you know, is it worth continuing on with the subscription for the short uh, or the small group of people who may or may not be using it compared to putting the monies elsewhere. These are the, the areas where your customer is going to be thinking as we move forward. And, and as plans evolve and as the market changes, anything can shift and come back. But you need to be prepared for the conversations that may be coming up with your customer. And if we're not having some early dialogues with them around what are they seeing, what are they experiencing, how are they enjoying using of the services? Is it generating the value that they had anticipated before? Are we ahead of any potential issues that are currently going on? You know, I think that there may have been tolerance for, let's say, challenges that existed. For example, in 2022, we heard about supply chain issues all the time. It was one of the number one issues next to the rising inflation is why people were challenged with the you know meeting their their supply chain needs when it came to delivery of products and knowing that there were supply chain issues they were reported all over the world that there was a little bit of leniency that may be given you know it wasn't tolerated it wasn't something that, that we as procurement professionals thought, well, you know, it's totally fine. Like, I mean, I really like this stuff, but if you don't get it to me, totally fine. I, I can deal without it. You know, there's a reason they want the service. There's a reason, there's a reason they want the product. And so we need to make sure that we deliver on that for them as best as we can. But there was an, at least a, an acknowledgement that there was a global crisis that it hadn't fully recovered. The supply chain issues were still becoming a, a a factor as to why product couldn't be delivered. And for that reason, there would be a little bit of grace to deliveries not being on time or 
orders not being fulfilled 100% or having to find alternatives because the you know the actual product that you want wasn't actually what you were going to be able to get. And with that, that situation shifted because as supply chains became stronger, as product continued to deliver more, or as people decided that they would take alternatives, whatever situation happened for them, the, the market shifted again. And from that, we are now in a position where it likely will not be tolerated. And as the economy shifts, and as we look at where things are going, that shift could be the mean, could be the difference between you continuing on with the deal or being you know put in out to market or perhaps being canceled altogether. There's going to be uh, issues where if we are not ahead of the curve for issues that may be coming up, that customers are going to demand you know better service or. or alternatives uh, solutions to meet their needs because they are again going to be constrained on their budgets they're going to be constrained on what they can do and we don't want to give them a reason to select us as you know the supplier of choice to be exited out we want to be supplier of choice 100% throughout the rest of the year so having those conversations early with them getting a sense of where they're at with their sales projections with their uh, projects for the year with their upcoming marketing campaigns, whatever it is that they are thinking about this year, as much as they can share, let's be open with them. Let's make sure that we're engaging with them. Let's make sure that we're taking care of them. If there's added value that we can give to them, just so that we're top of mind, you know, we're, we want to be proactive with that value. We don't want to be reactive because then it feels like we're holding back. As much as we don't want to be seen in that manner, it can be a perception that they only added the extra value because they heard that we were going to go to market or they heard that there were struggles that were coming down the pipeline and now they want to you know, try to keep things a little bit more intact. So that's really uh, where I think we want to consider things to be. You know, so let's think about that again. Take the building approach. Take a building approach and make sure the pipeline is full, the pipeline is strong, that it's got a, a lot of legs in it, and it has opportunities to keep us going throughout the year. Let's look at that sales process. Make sure every nook and cranny is adjusted and fixed and updated where need be. And let's build the network to make sure that we help one another and keep each other strong as we know that the, the tides are coming in and the seawater is going to be a little bit rough and we're, we're going to want to... Uh, break through this together. Let's go uh, out and brand. Let's make sure that brand you is forefront out in the world from a social perspective, from a live networking event perspective. Brand you is out in the world promoting itself, being in front of people, being seen and recognized and thought of as the person of expertise, as the person of trust, as the person that delivers value on a regular basis. Because that's what's going to help keep you strong and be seen by your customers, by your peers, by people that are wanting to know that somebody is out there looking after them. Brand you is what's going to help do that. And our customers are going to be number one priority this year for us. We want to make sure that as much as we want to continue to build in 2023, holding to 2022, 
to customers and to keep them going beyond is really going to be a main priority for us to make sure that we're doing everything we can to keep them happy, to do everything that we can to make them realize that leaving, considering leaving us, leaving us, doing anything without us would be detrimental to their business because we're thinking of them all the time. They're on top of mind from an engagement perspective. They're on top of mind from a value add perspective. They're on top of mind to make sure that we are doing everything to make the experience of working with us top of the mind for them as them being the focus for us to do better work and keep them engaged and really making them the center, if you will, the glue that's going to hold it all together is us thinking about them and putting them top priority to be making their world better as we go forward in this year. Now we've got our marching orders. We've got a plan to build. If it hasn't been built already, we're going to be kicking off the year a hundred percent this week. We're going to be out in the world, building up those pipelines and networks, and we're going to be branding our guts out and we're going to be doing the best that we can to keep those customers top of mind and happy and wanting to stick around with us. And it's going to be challenging, but better to prioritize now better to look at what we can do in these areas now and make 2023 successful by keeping them on top of our mind and being prioritizing them over everything else. Now on this podcast, I normally do a book review. And on last week's episode, I said no book review because I was kicking off the year. I am not doing a book review this week because I've gone a little long and that's okay because I, I was really thinking about this. I was thinking about you, my podcast audience, and I was thinking about what a lot of posts are being uh, made this week on LinkedIn. And I'm seeing a lot of the same old, same old. And so I wanted to give you something a little bit different to think about, a little different perspective. And so going through it and, and writing my notes, I've really thought, yeah, the, these are areas I want to highlight and talk to and speak passionately. I hope you feel the passion that I've got on this subject today. Uh, so with that, I'm not going to do a book review. I am going to spend a little bit of time though reading this week. And then next week on the podcast, I'll have another topic for you and I'll commit now. Let's have a book review next week. I'm almost finished one. I think uh, I'll be ready to share my thoughts on it next week. So with that, I'm going to call it a podcast and say thank you so much for listening. I truly do appreciate it. If you haven't already, please go to your podcast player of choice and hit the subscribe button. And if you have any questions about uh, some of the content that I shared here, or if there are topics that are of interest to you that you'd like to hear me share with you, uh, please send me an email, tim at timbarnaby.com. Be happy to hear your thoughts on the podcast and happy to hear about what you'd like to hear from me going forward. With that, I wish you nothing but sales success in 2023. Take these priorities, make them top of mind, and put your plan together so that you can be successful at the end of this year because you know it's within you to win more deals. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Win the Deal Show. What action will you take away and implement? We would love it if you would leave a rating and review in order to help others like you find this show. 
and remember to subscribe so that you will be the first to hear the latest episode. Check out all our episodes at winthedealshow.com. Thank you for listening. Now, go out, take massive action, and win the deal.